this is Rebecca, and you're listening to Just Ghouly Things. Ooh. <laughs> I think it's this chair because every time, see, I'm in, I'm in a different chair than what I'm usually in, we and switched. I just, I messed up. I didn't say just ghouly things, oh, shit. but I did the ooh, which yeah. is my thing. So it's okay. okay. It works out. So hey guys, welcome back to Just Ghouly Things. How so, are you? <laughs> I well, I'm doing swell. How are you doing? Um, I'm doing pretty great. We just reached a thousand followers Woo-hoo! on Instagram. Yeah, just have to make that clear Instagram. on Instagram. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So thank you so much to everyone that's following us. I mean, it's insane. It's been probably a little over a month since we started this. Probably. Right. Yeah, let me see. Something like that. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, a little over a month. Because I think the first episode we posted was like 420, I think. Quite possible. But, yeah. Let's um, see. Yeah, we started around April 18th, the week of wow. April 18th. So. That's crazy. Ah! So thank you guys so much for making this possible. And we have so many ideas that we're constantly thinking. Mm-hmm. The more that our our listeners are growing and giving us suggestions, we're taking everything that you guys are telling us and we want to do we, we want to do everything that we possibly can to make you guys happy. So absolutely, thank you guys so much again for following us and being awesome supporters. Thank you, Boo Thangs. Yes, our Boo Thangs <laughs> are the best. They really are. So, um, Lily, this was your idea for this week's episode, right? It sure was. And why? And what? What made you? Because th- I honestly thought this was super random that you wanted to do this topic, <laughs> but. So um, my dad at Ultra Mike V uh, <laughs> did the uh, overnight Sasquatch run or okay. Bigfoot run or something like that. And he just sent me a link to something absolutely ridiculous. I think, mm-hmm. and I, think I forwarded it to you. And it just kind of, I, what I found is with our episodes, they kind of just like come up in our lives. And yeah. we're like, we'll reference them in the episode and that. And then that happens or like our one spirit of guides yes. are allowing or channeling us, yes. telling us what to talk exactly. about. Next. We kind of stumble upon what we want to talk about. Um, and I figured that was fun because that's not something I ever really thought to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? For but, sure. But like, you know, spooky, paranormal or urban legend, I think is it's definitely, yeah, well, it's awesome. definitely not normal. So yeah. we have to talk about it. Of course. It's standard procedure. And then also it was interesting when we were doing our research, wasn't it like a couple days ago? was when they were talking about what you're going to be talking about further, right? Yep, yep. So um, should I give them just a sneak preview? Yeah, just a little bit. So uh, a couple days ago, uh, it was a bunch of websites uh, released that the FBI in like 1970, between 1976 and 77 actually did a Bigfoot like investigation or anything. So I'll go into that. Yeah, that's interesting. And it's interesting too to think that because um, this was recent news that there was an investigation through the FBI. And then when we did that episode on UFOs, it was recent that there was an investigation <gasps> yeah, yeah, in UFOs yeah. that just came out. So oh, shit. We, yeah. yeah, so it's interesting seeing that as we're coming up with these ideas to talk about these subjects, we look online and, yeah. you know, we find out the government's already doing their research. Perfect. Maybe we should get some FBI agents on here and uh, interview them. Everyone tag your local FBI <laughs> And have them email us at justghoulythingspodcast just at gmail.com. <laughs> That never gets old. It really doesn't. So um, I just thought I'd start right away with um, a Go little bit it. of history on Bigfoot. Or, you know, when I was doing my research, I mm-hmm. found out so many different names for Bigfoot. Yeah. So I, I've always known him as Bigfoot, but there's like Yeti and Sasquatch. Oh, yeah. Yeti and like the 
yeah. mountains and like what is it? Nepal, I think all I think I think or the Alps or something. Yeah, something yeah. I think hella European, yeah. right? Yeah. But um, according to North American folklore, which is what we're familiar with, Bigfoot or Sasquatch or Sasquatches, which I also found out that it's more than just one. Like yeah. I thought Bigfoot was just one, and then Yeti was one. But I guess it's like They're Bigfoot all similar. is yeah. Like there's Bigfoot or Big Feet <laughs> is what like the plural is. You know what they say about Big Feet? <laughs> big socks. <laughs> I was telling I, when I told your dad the title of <laughs> of this episode, which is gonna be you know what they say about Big Feet. Hey. It took him a second, and then he was like, "Oh, that's funny." <laughs> Oh, yeah, by the way, I, I had personal one-on-one time with Lily's dad. Mikey B. Uh, Ultra Mike B. Ultra, Ultra Mike, Mike B. <laughs> He's the best. Yeah, um, cool. Shout out. So, anyway, according to the North American folklore, Bigfoot or Sasquatch, um, they're said to be a hairy, upright, walking, ape-like creature that dwells in the wilderness and leaves footprints. Mm-hmm. And depictions often portray them as a missing link between humans and human ancestors or other great ape so something in evolution yeah 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 and they're strongly associated with the pacific northwest which is particularly like oregon washington and british columbia and individuals claim to see the creatures all across north america but specifically in these regions there's um, a higher report count um so folklorists trace the figure of bigfoot to a combination of factors and sources so um it's including folklore's in the surrounding, uh, like the European wild man, who I found out is a just a hairy man creature that's pictured in cathedrals in England. Like okay. he, it's like a long history with this guy. Um, also, folklores um, among Native Americans. So, and also an increase in environmental concerns. So, pretty much the idea of Bigfoot is all of these different folklores and um, theories of environmental issues all mm-hmm. merged into one creature gotcha. is pretty much what it oh, is. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, and many of the names that Bigfoot is given are along the lines of like wild man or hairy man. Yeah. Although other regions of the world or country, they name it um they name it depending on what it does, such as eating clams or shaking trees. Like it's based off of the actions. Okay, so they call it like the Bigfoot tree shaker. Does. Yeah, okay. but like in a different in language. language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so a majority of mainstream scientists have historically discounted the existence of Bigfoot. Understandable. Yeah. Considering it's to be a combination of the folklore, misidentification, so many hoaxes. Yeah. Um, and also just living animals. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of it's been confused with like apes or bears or whatever. Yeah. But a minority of mainstream scientists including anthropologists Grover Krantz and Jeffrey Meldrum have expressed belief in the creature's existence and um, just so you guys have an idea of what Bigfoot looks like he's uh, to those that have claimed to see him he's a large muscular bipedal ape like creature roughly uh, six to nine feet tall covered in hair described as black dark brown or dark reddish and he has enormous footprints, you know, Bigfoot, <laughs> for which the creatures are named um, and are claimed to be as large as 24 inches long and 8 inches wide. Holy so, shit. Yeah. And the actions um, the actions of this hairy creature, they differ regionally. So um, members of the Lumi tell tales of 
Uh, it's called I don't I, I'm gonna probably bitch, butcher this name for Bigfoot. <laughs> it's Dissemiquis. 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 I don't even know what this word is, but it's the local version of their Bigfoot, and the stories are similar to each other in general descriptions of this character, but details differ among various families in that tribe as well as um, the change in story of the creature's diet and activity. And some other regional versions of Bigfoot tell of a more threatening creature. So Bigfoot, also known as Stiyaha or Kwikwiyai, were uh, of a nocturnal race, and children were warned against saying the name, lest the monster hear and comes to carry off the person sometime to be uh, killed. Oh, of course. Yeah. I do that when I'm like, what'd you say about me? <laughs> Heard you were talking shit. Bring him into the forest. Yeah, imagine if I was like a seven foot, just like beast, and if someone said, I'd be like, "What'd you say about What'd you say about my mother?" I wish I could be, just though. roll in, and be like, "Hey, <laughs> you sound like Fat Albert." Hey, 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 he's Fat Albert. It's Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> so in um, so some of the um, claims as well include in 1847, Paul Kane reported stories by the Indians about. Sukums, which is a race of cannibalistic wild men living on the peak of Mount St. Helens in southern Washington state. And less menacing versions also include um, of 1840 by Elkanah Walker, which was a Protestant missionary who recorded stories of giants among the Indians living near Spokane, Washington. Mm -hmm. And the Indians said that these giants lived on and around the peaks of nearby mountains and stole salmon from the fishermen's nets. So... They were just mostly, I guess, pescatarian or... Okay. Weren't trying to eat They're, they're trying to watch. They're just they're watching their watch figure, right? yeah. you know? <laughs> it's really hard to, you know, maintain There's, weight when you're yeah. six to nine feet tall. <laughs> There's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of pressure. A lot of body image issues, They said issues, big, you know? but not overly large. <laughs> but. I'm sorry. That was, that was a weird thing for me to say. <laughs> it just came to your mind. You just had to say I had it. to say I couldn't be alone with it. That's why we have this podcast. Of just course. say whatever the fuck is on your mind and of just course. let it out there. That's that's where the fun is. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then in the 1920s, Indian agent J.W. Burns compiled local stories and published them in a series of Canadian newspaper articles. And the these words are horrible. The stay sal alles whatever s t s apostrophe a i l e s and other regional tribes maintained that the sasquatch was real and they were offended by people telling them that the figures were legendary mm-hmm. and their account is that the sasquatch preferred to avoid white men <laughs> and spoke the lilouette language of the people so it's all these stories from the 1800s, all these accounts by all these different regions in the world, all these different tribes. It's stories like these that continued through the 1900s that sparked the FBI's interest to investigate the case of Bigfoot. And Lily, you did your research on their investigation. So what did you find? So what I found was in nine... So I feel like we've all seen that one video of Bigfoot walking in the woods. It's kind of like a side profile. So... That is, like, probably one of the earliest, like, beliefs of actual proof of Bigfoot. Um, but the original evidence that kind of sparked it in our area was a trail of oversized footprints. Okay. That um, is in, like, you know, that general region uh, found in 1958. Okay. But, like, you know, in 1958, 
there's a bunch of shit going down. You can't really, you know, you can't prove that it was either real or not. And yeah. in 2002, it was revealed that it just had been a prank. Oh, it was? Okay. Yeah, uh, it, the, these fake footprints. Okay. But in 1967, uh, Robert, Robert Pattinson. <laughs> Roger Patterson. <laughs> Roger Patterson and Robert Gimland uh, released that their famous video footage, uh, supposedly showing Bigfoot, and that was up in Northern California. And many people believe that the creature um, is just someone in a costume or whatever. It was obviously just Jacob, duh. Yeah, Jacob. Heard you were Team Edward. <laughs> wait, 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 were you ever a fan of Twilight? I, w- I did not keep up with it. No? No. I read a couple of the books. I liked it. I mean, I was like 12 years old. Of course. So, I mean, that was... That was like for me. I felt very smart reading those books because oh, yeah. they were pretty long. Yeah, I never read the Harry Potter books. I wish I wish I had the focus to read them yeah. because I heard obviously they're like significantly better I, than Twilight. I love Harry Potter. I haven't read the books. I watched the movies. Yeah, and the movies are great. But movies, they yeah. say, like most cases, that the book is so much better than the movie. Oh yeah, that probably. <laughs> <laughs> but I loved, and but I love not only the Twilight books but the movies too. Yeah, but I. I love the concept of vampires more than I do werewolves, but I always had such a crush on Taylor Lautner that I was Team Jacob. But then I found out about tween, teen, Team Switzerland, and I was like, "All right, what's that's oh, when like you're, you're like neutral. in the middle." Yeah, yeah. Okay, that was like in the one part where like Kristen Bell, Bella, she's like, "I'm Team Switzerland." Like while she's like breaking them up, I <laughs> I was watching some interviews with some of the actors from that. And they all just like talk about how much they hated filming it <laughs> and how much they hated the script and they would just like all roast it. So I could only imagine that scene. Like, I'm Team Switzerland. And like she looks at them and you just look in their face. They're like, they're like what the fuck? What? I don't care. But this paycheck is nice as hell. Yes. So I'm just going to keep, I'm just going to keep on keeping on. I fucking love Kristen Bell. Yeah. Oh, Kristen Bell. Whoa. Oh, what's her name? Is it? No. no. What's her name? Um, the one that... Kristen Stewart? Oh, my God. Why did I say Kristen Bell? Yeah. Um, yeah, the one that cheated on... Like, uh, yeah. Yeah, that whole thing. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, well, I don't really hear about her anymore, I feel like. I don't think so. No. Right. I don't know. I, I, wow, Kristen Bell. Kristen, two completely different people. Very different people. <laughs> I'm so glad you caught on to that, because I would have just well, been was, like, Kristen saying, Bell. Well, I'm not really familiar with that. I was like, Kristen Bell. I'm like, that doesn't... It doesn't that sound d- right. And I, you kept going, and you said it more than once. And I was like, maybe then there I was said, like a bit that I didn't know. And then I was felt like, like I fucked up when I said Kristen Bell, and then her name was Bella. And I was like, wait, that oh. would have been too convenient. And I never, I would have put that, I would have put that together at the age of 12, and I never. So, okay. Well. All right, well, you debunked that. So anyway, go on with your investigation, sorry. So, yeah, so I investigated their investigation. And actually, the whole, um, string of emails from this investigation can be found on the FBI website. They, they we'll link them. it they in have, our bio yeah, when this it, releases. Yeah, link it in the bio. I'll put it, um, I'll post it on our Facebook page too. And Twitter. Um, and Twitter. Um, anyways, but so that when that footage was released, everyone thought, oh, it's just someone in a costume, blah, blah, blah. Like it's fuzzy, but everything back then was fuzzy. Quality. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just kind of, it was believed by Peter Byrne, who at the time was one of the more prominent Bigfoot researchers. He always thought it was real, and mm-hmm. he supported that. And he was actually um, the agent or whatever uh, who worked on the FBI inves- investigation. Okay. 
So it's so Bigfoot enthusiasts briefly they got the U.S. government's as- assistance to try to confirm the existence, um, and which they just released these new files. And in 1976, uh, Peter Byrne, who, like I said earlier, was the one who believed the footage was real. Um, he was the director at the time of the Bigfoot Information Center and Exhibition of Oregon, where the Sasquatch is believed to roam. He convinced the Federal Bureau to aid in an investigation of new materials he believed confirmed the creature's existence. So he cited that he had 15 hairs attached to a tiny piece of skin. And hmm. uh, he said the most promising discovery Bigfoot researchers had alighted on in six years. So I have I have some like little clips and everything from the actual uh, website with the letters. Oh, cool. And I'm going to read the first letter okay. that he sent to uh, the FBI. So on August 26, 1976, <laughs> Peter Byrne uh, wrote to the FBI a uh, letter, and here's, I'll just read it for you. Uh, it says, gentlemen, this institution conducts research on and into the Bigfoot phenomenon of the Pacific Northwest of the USA. We have been in operation for nearly six years, and we are associated with the Academy of Applied Science of Boston, Massachusetts. From time to time, we have been informed that hair, supposedly of a Bigfoot, has been sent for examination to the FBI, has been examined by the FBI, and with the conclusion, as a report of the the examination, that it was not possible to compare the hair with that of any known creature on this continent. Will you kindly... To set the record straight, once and for all, inform us if the FBI has examined hair, which might be that of a Bigfoot. When this took place, if it did take place, what the results of the analysis were. Please understand that our research here is serious, that this is a serious question that needs answering, and that an examination of hair or the opposite by the FBI does not in any way, as far as we are concerned, suggest that the FBI is associated with our project or confirms in any way the possibility of the existence of creatures known as Bigfoot. Yours very truly, uh, Peter Seaburn. So all of that goes down. He sends the email and like I said, this is on the FBI website and you can read the entire exchange, uh, read little notes, you know, make, come to your own conclusions. Yeah. All that good stuff. So, in response, Byrne received a letter from Jay, I'm assuming it's pronounced Cochran, mm-hmm. Jr., and this is the assistant director of the agency's scientific and technical services uh, division. And it says, the FBI laboratory conducts investigations primarily of physical evidence for law enforcement agencies in connection with criminal investigations, occasionally on a case-by-case basis. In the interest of research and scientific inquiry, we make exceptions to this policy. With this understanding, we will examine the hairs and tissue mentioned in your letter. Cool. So, Byrne follows through with the investigation, and he supplies the weird materials in hopes of finally confirming that Bigfoot exists. And in this time, a lot of articles were released in around, um, like, fall 1976 to you know, 1977, around then, a lot of uh, articles are read. So just some headlines I have are from the New York Times. I can't find the exact date for this, but it has a little illustration, and I'll post this as well. And the headline says, Is it Bigfoot, B- is it Bigfoot or can it be just a hoax? 
And then we have another one, uh, Furtive Creature or Hoax Roams the Northwest, and it has a little map. So they actually did have a whole, they released a map of allegedly where he had been sighted, where uh -huh. they found everything, so it was kind of like the general area where people okay. knew to look. Yeah. Was there any, like, particular pattern that, like, like a, like a significant pattern or perimeter? Um, it, it appeared just to be in the Northwest. Okay. And, but that's not to say that other people obviously weren't freaked out. I mean, you know, yeah. I have my uh, dad and his stepbrother <laughs> and, and his stepsisters and all of them. They used to go camping in the Poconos, and they went once at the height of the Bigfoot scare. Okay. And shenanigans ensued. I mean, it was, it was, well, okay, so they stayed real quick. They stayed in this camper. Okay. But instead of driving the camper to the Poconos and camp, it just stayed at a campsite. Okay. And there was, like, no AC, no plumbing. So, like, in the middle of the night when they had to go to the bathroom, they had to go outside, and it was the height of the fucking Bigfoot scare. <laughs> and you would not see me anywhere near a campground <laughs> site if, there, if that was, like, in the heat of hearing that there is a six to nine foot hairy guy walking around possibly eating human flesh like no not happening sorry yeah. not not this summer especially well do you remember you remember what was it 2015 the uh clowns the killer clowns in, up yeah. in our area yeah a guy i uh, a friend of uh some a friend of a friend actually saw one of the weird clowns up in paramus <gasps> me too not me but like one Someone of my you know. yeah one of my boyfriend's friends saw yeah. it and like they just thought oh he's just joking around they like went to go up to it and then oh! my friends like Let's go Fuck this, this shit way. Up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember I, I, w I had just moved um, into a house. Obviously, I don't live, like, in the woods in Illinois, but the backyard's full of trees. It's yeah. not as, like, set neighborhood, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we would walk our dog, and at night we'd walk him in the backyard, and I'd be like, Mom, don't. She's like, why? Like, he likes to go sniffing and smell all the smells and everything. I'm like, Mom, don't. Like, you're going to get killed by a clown. Just put the wee-wee pads yeah. out, Mom. And apparently I was being dramatic. Psh. That's never. crazy. I know. I've never been dramatic in my life. No, not at all. Never. Never once have I been dramatic. Anyways, so ultimately uh, they were unable to prove that Bigfoot was indeed a matter of legitimate scientific inqu inquiry. Uh, the promising... Tissue and hair samples turned out to be pretty easily identifiable by FBI scientists. They said it was something of the deer family origin. Mm -hmm. They looked at the root structure, and they they already didn't even think it was Sasquatch. It wasn't particularly ridiculous enough or convincing enough. Okay. This, but they said, okay, like we'll look into it. We'll give it a shot. Um, and it says here, a little excerpt from a letter, says the hairs which you recently delivered to the FBI laboratory on behalf of the Bigfoot Information Center and exhibition have been examined by transmitted and incident light mic microscopy. The examination included a study of morphological characteristics such as root structure, med medullary structure, and cuticle thickness in addition to scale casts. Also... The hairs were compared directly with the hairs of known origin under a comparison microscope. Sorry, these are this is coming from a PDF. Mm -hmm. So it's, um, yeah. it's scanned, so it's really hard to um, read. I did pre-read them though, so yeah. <laughs> the so in 1977, it kind of was put to rest. The no longer mysterious sample was sent back to burn, and but the mystery kind of lives on. Mm -hmm. uh, 
Of course. Yeah, you know, regardless of if the creature ever did live, ever did live in fact, or still is living, or anything like that, the story lives on. For sure. Yeah, so... um, But I just, you know, this is what the FBI is putting out for the public, correct? Yes. There could be so much more that hasn't been released, or maybe they're doing a new investigation, because this was recently... Do you think they're doing one now so they released the old one as a decoy? Mm, because it doesn't seem like the... It seems like they kind of had standstill research here. And like, yeah. oh. and back then they didn't have the... I mean, they had DNA testing, but not totally to the caliber of what we have now, correct? No. And they, so, the footage quality isn't nearly as good. Mm-hmm. We just cracked the code. There you go. Yes. I want to see like some high five ASMR. Like, here, wait, let's just... <laughs> I really want to know how that sounds like. <laughs> like what, uh, what is going on yeah. with these people? Uh, but like I said, you know, we'll post uh, everything. There was, at one point, just pictures, illustrations, and then also, like, little screen caps of that one video that we all... Uh, that's what I associate with Bigfoot, at least. You that picture... The video? Yeah, for sure. and I remember, I don't know, did you ever watch uh, Fact or Fake? Yes! Oh, yes! <laughs> yes! I watched that show. I used to love that yes. show. I remember watching it, and they did a Bigfoot, and one of them, it was a, it was a hoax. It was like, if you looked carefully at, one, at some of the footage, it was clearly like a puppet or something, and they reimagined it. But I'm thinking that uh, we get ourselves a Bigfoot suit. And I go for a walk in the woods by my house, and we see if we can recreate it. <laughs> can we please donate wait, to our wait, Patreon? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> my mom, being the hoarder that she is, I love you, mom, has a gorilla suit <gasps> that she got at a garage sale, and like she thought she would be able to use it one day. She bought it, and this was at the time when I was living like by the malls and stuff, yeah. and. She, I guess, went outside without me knowing she had the costume on. She knocked on the door. I opened the door, and there's just this hairy ass <laughs> a gorilla thing staring at me. It was like late at night, too. What I, the fuck, I think I was like 15, 16, and I most definitely shit my pants. Oh, I needed a diaper in that moment. <laughs> but she definitely still has it, so we can definitely recreate yes. it with that. Dude, my mom did something similar. So, what? so. Uh, this is insane. So uh, our local theater company, back when my mom was super involved and where, where I started theater and everything, um, opened up a costume shop. Okay. And they had, like, you know, like vintage clothes and insane costumes, and they also had mascot suits. Okay. One of them was a, <laughs> was a, like a big bear, but like a fluffy, cute teddy yeah. bear. My mom had this purse. It was a straw bag with a big sunflower on it, right? So... <laughs> It's like a Saturday afternoon, and in the house I lived in at the time, the uh, park, what is it? The driveway was behind the house. So you had to park behind the house and then mm-hmm. walk around a corner. And it was a, kind of a busy street. So my mom's walking, and she, cars are honking. She's waving. <laughs> she's dressed as a fucking teddy bear. And she goes and she knocks on the door, and my dad opens the door and sees this giant teddy bear, <laughs> and he just goes, Amy, get in the house. You're scaring the dogs. <laughs> True love. Like, not even a second of who this is. Amy. She's <laughs> airing the dogs. I love that story. Your dad was just done with your mom's shit. Yeah, all the shenanigans, done with she, it. And she was probably all excited, too. Like, oh, I wonder what he's going to say. He's not going to know it's me. 
<laughs> Amy, get in the fucking like, I could just hear the wah, wah, wah. <laughs> That went through her head. That is, that's actually a really good story. <laughs> so um, I actually did some uh, research on people's stories that were just posted on you look like Bigfoot when you just I'm lost too, it. I'm tiptoeing <laughs> in my Jordan. So I'm, I'm, you look like... I have to like lunge around. So we're... Oh, God. <laughs> You're causing a scene. I had, to go, I had to go around the table we're recording at to get my Diet Coke, but there's all these cords and a bubble wrap monitor. And you did a really good job of being you. quiet, though. Thank you. Yeah, I didn't want anyone to know, so I sat <laughs> back down and told everyone about it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So anyway, go for I it. found some stories that are stories that aren't the most famous Bigfoot accounts, but they are accounts by real people. So okay. I thought I'd read two of them. So the first one starts, when I was 13 years old, I went to spend the day at Silver Creek Falls State Park in Silverton, Oregon? Oregon. Oregon. Is it Oregon or Oregon? I think that's a regional situation. Tomato, tomato. It's easier to say Oregon, so that's Oregon. what I say, but you do you, Beth. Thanks. Thanks. With my church group, with my church youth group. It was late afternoon, and my friend asked me if I wanted to go for a walk in the woods just off the main parking lot. He also invited a girl, and as it turned out, his whole intention was to make out with her. So I instantly became the more than awkward third wheel. (laughs) Yup. My life. (laughs) We were following a game trail, and I scouted ahead. We were less than a mile in when I caught movement out of the corner of my eye. I turned and focused on an upright creature running from behind one tree to behind another. The real scary part about that was it ran to a tree closer to us and was only about 20 yards away. I went into total panic. I sprinted back to my friends and told them we had to get out of there now. They didn't see anything but followed me out anyways. I ran as fast as I could and could not bring myself to look back, fearing it would be right behind me. I felt like I was running in slow motion. When we came out in the parking lot, I told them what I saw and they just laughed at me, as did the entire group all the way home on the bus. Jerks. Yeah, you guys because must be third wheeling children. Is, third wheeling isn't bad enough. No, you have to fucking. Oh boy. Well, I mean, he could have had a date if he just was nice, and he didn't have to be a third wheel. He could have went on a date and made out with Bigfoot. You know what? <laughs> I well, speaking of making out with Bigfoot, just wait. Wait, just we have on. more. Boy, do we have a story for you? Okay. Hint, hint. I didn't imagine it, although brief, I got a good look at it, even though it was moving really fast. Nobody believed me, not even my parents, and I was pretty devastated. It was solid black and about six to seven feet tall. It was late enough in the afternoon to make it pretty dark in the woods, so I couldn't make out any facial detail. The thing that was really distinct in my mind was its pointy head. I can picture it like it was yesterday, and I am currently 58 years old. Wow. Wow. And that's, I mean, for being someone that, years 40 years later and he still distinctly remembers it and he's adamant that he saw Bigfoot. Yeah. well he thinks he saw bigfoot and there's no other explanation in his mind so, and it goes by the description solid black six to seven feet tall and it sounds like it must time out about right too right you're yeah 13 and and you're 58 now right so 40 this was probably 70s. About the 70s yeah. yeah and in oregon holy shit that's, I definitely think that's a real account. You saw Bigfoot. Yes, you did, honey. All right. My second and last encounter. So this person writes, the approximate time that this occurred was in the summer in the late 80s. And this is interesting because this is completely different than like 
where he's normally spotted and during the time frame. Mm-hmm. So it was the summer, late 80s, and the approximate location was East Texas, Montgomery County, hmm. Conroe, St. Jacinto River. San Jacinto uh, River. Yeah. So this was a daylight sighting, late evening. The, su- the weather was sunny, warm, and clear. I was walking the river along the upper game trail through the heavy cane foliage. The sand trail made almost no sounds at all. In hindsight, I think this is why I startled the animal. Hmm. A sudden loud sound of cane move, moving to my right from the riverside and a flash of reddish-brown fur blasted across the trail <laughs> and up to my left lasted only seconds. I froze. My first thought, as crazy as it seemed to me, was what the hell was an orangutan doing <laughs> out here? Uh, logical. <laughs> sound, yeah, the hair orangutan. and yeah. <laughs> orangutan. Then I thought, no, that doesn't make sense. It moves too fast on two legs, arms in mid-swing while leaning forward like a sprinter coming off the block. The thick cane and steep sandy incline didn't slow it down at all. I remained still and listened, but everything was quiet. The walk back to my truck was uneventful. Looking back, there have been a few main things that stayed with me over the years. The reddish hair color, which previously, like I said, there's accounts of brown, black, and brown reddish hair. Yeah. Moving on two legs... The speed and poise of the body. And also, this wasn't a huge animal. It was about six foot six, approximately 280 to 300 pounds. Yeah, not huge animal at all. Yeah, this is not huge. It's yeah. just fucking gigantic. Uh, and that's about all there was to it. Not much of a scary campfire story, but those few seconds have stayed with me for well over 30 years. Wow. So interesting. That's insane. So, um,. Those are the two account stories that I just happened to find and I wanted to add in there. When he said orangutan, I pictured, you know uh, the Jungle Book? Yeah. You know how there's, um, there's Baloo is the big bear, but I don't remember the little guy's I name. Know, and, he's, and they sing the song and he has like those weird long arms. Literally, I pictured, <laughs> I pictured that little orangutan like using his arms to like thrust himself <laughs> across the forest. Like, oh God. Oh, that'd been adorable. Yeah, no, that, yeah, I feel like, um, when we talk about Sasquatch or Bigfoot or anything in this area, it, we tend to say black, brown hair or like an auburn reddish brown yeah. hair. Um, but when you look at the ones like further east, you get like the abominable snowman. Yeah. And then he tends to be white. Yeah. Know, or That's, like it's that. interesting how, I mean, it makes like, you yeah, think, are these the- all in the same like family, these big creatures because we're all identifying like the bigfoot they're called sasquatches they're called like all these different names but are they all the same species or like they all in the same yeah and and also when you think about it like i mean there were stories that were passed down like orally you know what i mean so but still the fact that around the same time before like mass communication or whatever like you had people in like you know fucking like they claim there's a Yeti on like Mount Everest, yeah. you know? And then, but then there were people probably like in the Alps, people in the Poconos, people in Oregon, you know what I mean? Like, a, like hundreds of years ago before it was, yeah. like clearly before internet, but also before like telephones exactly. and before anyone would have any reason to have contact. Yeah. Like what are the odds that in all these different regions, there's a creature that has similar features, more, you know, some features may be altered because it has to adapt to its surroundings, yeah. but it's still the same yeah. idea. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's not to say 
I know this is weird, and I'm not like coming to Bigfoot's defense, but he is, you know, I am a little scared. Let's say that I'm coming to his defense. It's not to say that everyone had a negative encounter with him or that it's he's just intimidating. Yeah. You know, like when you, like your first day of like high school, right? Mm -hmm. And there's that big football player who like walks down the hallway, knows everyone, is like, and you're like, holy shit, like that guy could squash me with his Oh, for sure. You know, but then he's like totally cool or like. You're like big scary boss, or like security guards at fucking yeah. music venues. Yeah. And like a friend of mine, like her dad was a security guard and he's like the sweetest guy. Like a teddy bear, probably. Yeah, he was at, um, I forget, uh, was it PNC or J- I don't remember. She moved away um, a couple years ago. But I've known other people and, mm-hmm. you know, the security guys are big, but they're like really sweet. Yeah. And not just that, like important figures, you know, you, they're just in, an intimidating concept. Yeah. So it's quite possible, like, Bigfoot was just going out for his walk. Yeah. You know, he's just doing Maybe him. he's a, he's a cuddler. He just wants yeah. love. Bigfoot. Maybe Aww. he wants love. We should call him something that isn't Bigfoot then. I feel mean. Like, hey, you're Bigfoot. You're really nice. He's probably like, my name is George. Like, <laughs> like oh, call me Bigfoot with my big feet. All right, little dick. <laughs> little dick what's up small white bitch <laughs> <laughs> and I was like oh god that's yeah. funny yeah yeah okay so when people hear of a hairy man speaking of loving Bigfoot oh, here we go yep here we go when people hear of a hairy man over six foot tall some may think what a hunk oh the th- dirty things I'd do to him oh, oh you don't think that way <laughs> what is the right answer? Well, 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 well you know what's coming. So. Well, Virginia politician Denver Riggleman thinks otherwise. <laughs> so former Air Force Intelligence Officer Riggleman, who briefly ran for governor in 2017, deleted an author page that appeared to promote a self-published book of his called The Mating Habits of Bigfoot and Why Women Want Him, and had a bunch of very weird pornographic Bigfoot drawings and let's just say the foot wasn't the biggest part on Bigfoot. Oh, it yeah. Was, it was. It was Bigfoot. And it was a foot big. <laughs> Bigfoot, my foot big. <laughs> oh God! But yeah, that's the. Uh... <laughs> but it was so. Um, this was actually released by Leslie Cockburn, who is, which I found out, Olivia Wilde's mom, who was running against him. And she, like, posted this on Twitter because he had posted on his Instagram. I guess once it all blew up, he deleted it. But then the Washington Post book critic, Ron Charles, spoke to Riggleman, and Riggleman admitted he wrote the book, but he said it was all a big joke, and the squatch porn he posted and deleted was all for laughs, too. Now... (laughs) I don't know. I mean, you do what you want to do behind closed doors. But I don't know if I'd want someone in Congress. Yeah. Or well, whatever. You know, we all have our secrets. Some of us, you know, like to crochet during the day. Some of us I, like to bake. And some of us write squash porn. But if I, okay, if I, if I watched squash porn, if that's what got me going, I still wouldn't post it on my Instagram. I really, I just really like the picture that um, Leslie, uh, what is it, Cockburn, yeah. chose to post with like his, like 
manhood just out and about, but she censored it. <laughs> yeah. I want to. So was that? We'll Ill- be posting that on our Instagram, <laughs> by the way. Was that? Had he uh, drawn that, or was that like? I'm. I honestly don't know. I think maybe it could have been, maybe someone in the fandom or something yeah. drew it. But I don't, it was, I don't think it, he drew but it. But he's he's a. It's his fault. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna. We're gonna. It's his fault yeah. for. He's responsible for it. But yeah, and I know you said that you heard about this a while ago. Your dad mentioned it to me the other day. Mm-hmm. That's why I looked into him. Like no fucking way. But mm-hmm. it is true, and, um, I just. I didn't, I, I read some of the excerpts, but I don't know if I read, because I know that there was a couple books that he wrote yeah. about this stuff. And what I could find, it wasn't like what I thought it would be, but you mm-hmm. said that you read something really yeah, weird. Yeah, so. I did, and I'm not sure. So I saw um, the SNL skit oh, yeah. we were going to talk about where Mikey Day comes out, and he's like, I didn't do it as a joke. And it's, yeah. it's actually a really funny bit that he did on Weekend Update. Yeah, if you go on YouTube, guys, you can put in SNL, um, SNL, Denver, uh, Denver Riggle, yeah. Riggleman, and um, it'll pop yeah. up. I'll yeah. also post it on Facebook and Twitter. That'd be, um, yeah, that'd be yeah. awesome. But anyway, so it was, it, it was so funny. I, and I remember watching it with my parents and I was like, no way. And I'm like, is this fucking real? And my dad was like, check. That and is And I hysterical. pulled it up on my phone and I was like, holy shit. And I read some excerpts from it and I'm not 100% positive which ones I read are from his book or another because there is a whole community there is yeah yeah but but it was just it was intense yeah well there's actually called um there are women that are sexually aroused by Bigfoot and the idea of like being manhandled by him and stuff like that um and not okay. So there are she squatchers. They're not all sex groupies. Just to be clear, there are there are women that actually just go to investigate. Okay, and want but there are some that There's identify the as that. But there, oh, yeah. Gosh. And um, there are scientists, environmentalists, occultists, and a lot of hunters and fishers that believe they've seen the creature deep in the woods in recent years, even after this whole investigation that you talked about. Yeah. And they just can't shake the memory. So with all of that information given to you guys. What do you guys think? Do you think Bigfoot, Sasquatch, Yeti, do you think that they exist? Um, comment do you have any on stories? our... Yeah, do you guys have any stories? Email us at justghoulythingspodcast <laughs> at gmail.com or once we post one of our Bigfoot memes or posts to talk about this episode mm-hmm. coming out, um, we want to know, like, what what is your take on Bigfoot and Sasquatch and the Yeti? Because I... I've always heard about this since yeah. I was a little kid. Yeah. Um, but I never actually did my research on it. And I found mm-hmm. it very interesting to see that there's so many different variations of Bigfoot and that there's more than just one. And there's so many different accounts. I just don't yeah. think that if this were really fake, if it were fake, there would be so many accounts of yeah. this. And even if it's not like a super intelligent, like can speak or anything. Yeah. It's probably a species of some sort just, yeah. that just likes to lay low. I don't blame, you know. Something involved with evolution yeah, for sure. there's definitely, I mean, I know. I also feel as though, like, I know this is going to sound really weird. Oh, God. Let's hear but it. But 
whenever something becomes a craze for a long time and then calms down, it tends to repeat itself. For sure. And I'm just kind of waiting on the comeback of the Bigfoot scare. And probably with this FBI uh, whole thing released, there might be there might be I think so. and everything. Because like I'm never, it, it wasn't something that we really talked about. Like, oh, you know, Bigfoot's real. But also, like, for us culturally where we are, we don't really live near woods. Like, for us, it was the Jersey Devil. So I guess yeah. people, like, in Oregon or wherever, their version of the Jersey Devil was Bigfoot. So they probably might have heard more than we did. Yeah. But still, it's, I don't know. It's, there's definitely something there. Mm-hmm. Even if it's not like he eats babies and steals people's fish, you yeah. know, there could be more than one. There could be one who's just, like, doesn't know who to h- hang out with because he's in between. Like, who the fuck knows? Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe he's smarter than all of us and he's just living off the land tax free. Going not Cambo. paying any <laughs> Go <laughs> Throwback. Do you remember that show? Uh-huh. Oh god. Yeah. That was a fun show. You chased the chicken in the woods. Yeah. So some of you guys that don't know, I was on a reality show called Go and Cambo. And it was on a uh, platform called Go90, and it was a Verizon video streaming site, which is now down. So No, I can't watch it anymore. No. I, I don't know if my episode's like on another website source. I'll put it up because I have clips of it still. But um, pretty much what they had us do was they had me and the host, Cambo, who he's famous for living in the wild at a young age. And he takes every week someone new from suburbia or from an urban area and teaches us something about living in the wild and then we teach something to him so our exchange is like he taught me how to live in the woods um how to like bury myself to sleep in dirt and chase a chicken and um when you hit the chicken after it was dead and it would go oh my god that was horrible that was scarring i actually almost got sick at that yeah because i refused to cut his head off i was like you do that yeah like and they were trying to tell me like you, like you should do it and I was like no like I've, I've done everything you've told me to yeah. but I'm not gonna kill this chicken my grandmother grew up on a farm like during the depression so she like it was her job like to kill chickens or yeah. she couldn't eat and what she would do this is a little graphic and sometimes like with these or whatever she would pick them up by the head and swing them around like a lasso oh. and that snaps their neck they die right away yeah I, that I, way it's not it's running like, around in the woods yeah that was oh my god it was so traumatic <laughs> and I like, said I didn't know that was I honestly thought that was always just like a, just a saying. Yeah, I never chicken with a That's horrible. Off. That yeah, that was traumatic. Um, but then in return, I taught him how to box. So that was pretty. Yeah, it was. It was honestly an awesome experience. But uh, yeah, uh, I, I'm not gonna cut a chicken's head off. Yeah, never again. Well, on that note, <laughs> thank you guys so much again for listening to Just Ghouly Things. Um, if you guys want, follow us on Instagram at Just Ghouly Things Podcast. You can follow us on <laughs> Facebook, like us on Facebook at Just Ghouly Things Podcast. And Lily, what's our Twitter? Our Twitter is JGT Podcast. Yes. And if you have any stories, anything paranormal, it doesn't have to be ghost stories. We can't emphasize that enough. Um, email us at Just Ghouly Things Podcast at gmail.com. And also, if you guys want, donate to our Patreon. Yes! Trust me, we we have been discussing wanting to record two times a week now. We yeah. want to do one episode that we just talk about all of our listener stories because we've been getting so many emails and we want to get to all of your and stories. All really good, too. And very yeah. well written, also. Shout out to our listeners. Because yeah. they'll be like, therefore. And I'm like, all right! They put in thought. Yeah. And yeah, so. Also, sometimes they give us compliments. 
Yeah, and so we, <laughs> we love that. And um, so we want we want to make sure that we get as much content to you guys as possible. But you know, equipment isn't the cheapest, and we just want to be able to use more sources to you know keep growing this podcast. Absolutely. So you can donate to our podcast on Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, um, for as little as a dollar a month. And if you go on our website, we have different tiers. And for, you know, a dollar a month, you can get like, shout outs or for more, you can get some of our Just Ghoulie Things stickers, autograph from us um, yeah. on our flyer, a personalized video from us. Those are always fun. Yeah. So we have so many different things. Check out the website. If you click the link in our bio on Instagram, it's a link tree link, so it has all of our links to where you can listen to us, as well as the first one is our Patreon link. So you just click on that, and you can donate through that. It's it's really appreciated. So yeah. thank you guys again so much for listening, and thank you also for the thousand followers. Yes, we should. Yeah, we should definitely like put up an Instagram video after this just to say thank okay. you. Okay. Even though like I look like shit. Yeah, I'm keeping my sunglasses on. <laughs> Inside. I wear sun. She wears sunglasses indoors in winter at nighttime. Lily's that douche. I do. People <laughs> talk to you. They don't talk to you. That's true. Yeah, I mean, you do like the one ear button, and people think they can pull some shit to try to talk to you. You gotta no. sunglasses. Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, now that we're we have a thousand followers, we're pretty much famous. So. Yes, no pictures. Sunglasses inside at all times, honey. All right, all right. We'll we... leave you alone now. <laughs> Bye, Boothang. Bye, Boothang. Bye.